Great. Um, my name is Nancella, spelled N-A-N-C-E-L-E, -E, and um, I'm your speaker for tonight. I'm very honored to be asked. So my story is um, I was a normal weight child, and then some things happened in my family, and I started to gain weight. So from the fourth grade on, I was the fat kid. And I don't remember being ridiculed, but I'm sure I'm just blanking that out. Although once when we had to take those physical fitness tests, I don't know if you guys remember those, but you had to do, um, you had to run around these cones. And um, I was running and someone said, go, that's so. And that really sticks out in my mind as something that was very hurtful. And um, I've since for, forgiven the kid who said that, who was one of my friends. But I dumped him after he said that. Um, so I went from a normal size little girl to 95 pounds when I was nine, and that started my eating career. Um, another thing that sticks out is when I was in junior high, it was a big deal to go ice skating every Friday and Saturday night. And um, I was pretty bad at it because of my ankles. But I went ice skating anyway, and um, these girls who were um, semi-popular, I'd say, invited, um, told me that a popular boy wanted to skate with me, and I was like really stunned and happy about that. So when the boy came up, the girls started laughing, and the boy started laughing and skated, or the boy was really embarrassed and skated off. And um, that's another hurtful thing that um, sticks out in my mind. Um, so we'll move up to high school. And um, I always wanted to be in the um, school plays, but I was always the stage manager. Um, and I wanted to be in the A group choir and um, was prohibited from being in that. And um, just things that a normal kid wanted, um, I for some reason couldn't have. Well, I know the reason, it's because of my weight. So I had to go to prom with my cousin, which was really embarrassing, but nobody knew it was my cousin. Um, 
and um, moving further along, my love life didn't simply didn't exist. Um, no one was attracted to the fat girl, and so I never had a boyfriend in high school. And um, I had what I thought were friends, but turned out not to be friends, and they chided me for my weight. Um, so I live the single life today. Um, so I haven't really had a boyfriend or anyone interested in marrying me, which turned out okay because I discovered that I was gay anyway. So I like the single life, but it's more like settling. And um, to this day, I've never been properly kissed or kissed at all. And um, moving forward to my 30s, I starved myself and lost 96 pounds, and I was very narcissistic, um, and I dressed to the max every day to go to work, but that was really overdoing it because I had a, a copy job where I ran the Xerox and stuff like that. So the norm was jeans and a shirt, and um, I wore really nice clothes, and I wanted everyone to admire me. Right now, I've lost about 85 pounds, um, and I'm on my way to 100, just 15 more, and I joined away when I was 50, and um, I went to my first meeting, and it was really rainy. I live in uh, Beaverton, Oregon, so we have a lot of rain. So I remember it was dark, and it was rainy, and I walked into the room, and um, just felt really at home and felt loved. However, after the meeting, so many people bombarded me that um, that was a bit too much for me. But I went to another meeting, and I did the six meetings and found um, three meetings that I liked. And... Um, Since I moved to Beaverton, I go to one Zoom meeting a week, and then the other ones are phone meetings. Um, I've been doing phone meetings for about two years, I think, and um, I find a lot of recovery there. And I go to the 10 o'clock, which studies the big book, two paragraphs by two paragraphs, and I find that um, extremely extremely helpful. So I went to all the retreats. I went to conventions. I went to world service. 
Um, I'm currently a group rep for my Zoom meeting group. And I, <clears throat> I um, got the physical recovery and I got the um, serenity, but I didn't have the spiritual. So that took me to several years of fat serenity where I had two pegs of the stool, but not the third one. And that took time because I hadn't really gone to church since I don't know when, like 20 years ago before I joined my church. And um, within my church and the sermons and the ceremonies, I had my spiritual experience at last. Um, another thing I went through after the fat serenity is to realize that I was really scared to lose weight because um, my weight was um, how, how I identified myself and um, I um, very much um, was just scared. I'm, I was scared that I'd have to starve myself again when I lost the 96 pounds. And um, I joined OA around my um, 50th birthday, and my body just couldn't maintain on how I was starving myself before. So I worked the 12 steps. And I'm a person who works the steps, goes to step 12, and starts over. A lot of people I know just do 10, 11, and 12. Um, I do a 10 step every day with my sponsor. Uh, for me, it's easier to do it verbally than to write it down. I do keep a food log of everything that goes into my mouth. Um, I um, talk to my um, sponsor five days a week. I take Wednesdays off from um, away, except my abstinence. Um, I'm a sponsor. I sponsor several people right now. Um, I think it's five people. And that makes me full. And I also food sponsor. And that's also full. So um, that's, I enjoy my meetings. I always get something out of them. And I enjoy reading the big book because it's the same. I mean, I've read the book before, but there's always something new that I didn't realize before. Um, how much time do I have left? 
Oh, yes, I'll keep going. Um, I've made many, many friends in a way. And um, I keep a gratitude list verbally every day. And my gratitude list is just full from my dog to um, my friends in a way. Interestingly enough, I met one of my best friends at these phone meetings. I've never seen her, but we text a lot and talk once a week. Um, and those relationships are just irreplaceable to me. Um, I use the phone when I'm um, when I need to. Sometimes I use the phone when everything's just going well, and I use the phone to call people to see how they're doing. And I do journal, um, and that's about my private life. Um, I read literature. I have a ton of OA literature that I've collected over the years and um, I use. I um, I just appreciate the fellowship as a whole because I can walk into a meeting anywhere and feel accepted and loved. And um, that's really special for me. And it's something that I continually need um, that love and support. I. Um, should I get the timekeeper to tell me how much time I have left? You have about six minutes left. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Thanks. And, um, gosh, I've gone through my talking, talking points. Um, I have a spiritual experiences all the time. Um, tonight I wanted to order a pizza and I call and they don't have any drivers and that to me was God protecting me from something that's not on my food plan. Um, I um, I love outreach calls and I like listening um, to people's stories or what's going on from them. I'm a good listener now as opposed to opening my mouth and gossiping about people. I used to be a huge gossip. I worked at a music festival, which I retired from, and um, I work in administration. And so I made friends with a lot of the orchestra members. And they would tell me stuff in confidence, especially one who at the time was my best friend. And I would um, 
just tell everybody what she told me. And um, I know that it would hurt her if she found out I gossiped about her all the time. And so she gets a living amends. And there's um, two people on my um, living amends list, and that is um, one is a former professor I had a big crush on who told me she never wanted to uh, communicate with me again. And then um, my friend from the music festival, uh, the thing is, is um, our friendship has never been the same. Now we um, trade um, texts on, around Christmas and New Year's, and we text on each other's birthday, and that's it. And um, for that, I'm really regretful that I didn't keep that friendship up. But I needed to be noticed, and I needed to be with the in crowd. And gossiping, I thought, was my um, ticket. And they say to um, put the cork in your mouth and listen. And I'm so much better at doing that. And I'm so much better at keeping people's confidences than I used to. Um, I didn't try very hard in school. And I think it's because partly I didn't care and partly uh, because my parents didn't show any interest in my um, my schooling at all. So I got to the point where I wouldn't even show them my report cards. I'd just sign them. Um, and I have forgiven them for that. They're both past. But I've forgiven them for that. And um, not realizing that my dad couldn't read very well, and my mother didn't graduate from high school, and felt like I was smarter than she was when I was five. Um, so today I'm an entirely different person. I'm a person who can be trusted. I'm a person who can be supportive. Um, I'm a person who can listen. And um, I'm a person, well, I don't know how to say it other than just saying my um, entire personality changed since I um, joined OA. And that was 16 years ago. So I've been in OA that long um, with a couple of breaks. But I always come back. And I always come back to those 12 steps. I um, 
I used to go to meetings every day, but now going to um, six meetings a week is sufficient for me. Um, gosh, I'm running out of things to say. Is that it? Wrap up. Wrap Timekeeper? Up. I'm sorry? Wrap up, please. Wrap up. Okay. Well, that's my story. And um, I hope you got something out of it. Who knows? And I don't care because it's none of my business. With that, I'll conclude. Thank you, Nancela, um, for sharing your experience, strength, and hope with us. Um, did you want to leave your number? Sure. It's 971-303-4655. Uh,